Hello, tavern goers. Welcome back. My name is Jameson Oxford. I will be your storyteller, game master, whatchamacallit. Because today, we play... What are we playing today? I had it figured uh -huh. out. Mm -hmm. I did have it figured out. Yahtzee! Oh no, that's, oh. Right. that's right. The boys are hitting the road, so we're gonna play Carcassonne. We gotta build some roads. Carcassonne? Carcassonne. If you've never played Carcassonne, Carcassonne? it's a great game. Uh, I'll camp. teach you, don't I, worry. I, Isn't I've building roads Settlers of Catan, though? That, that's a different one. You, you build roads in both. We're not playing oh, Settlers okay. of Catan. We're playing Carcassonne. We already played Settlers of Catan. Yes, Catan. thank you. Thank you for remembering. Yes, we are a real play TTRPG podcast that focuses on narrative-driven storytelling, character growth, and some other stuff that, I don't know, I always forget. Blah, 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 BS. bullshit. Yes, but uh, basically... More fart gonna... jokes. <laughs> I right. yarded. Fuck. Shart. No, you, you yard. Drinking at the tavern today. Yeah, drinking at the tavern with me today as we set up Carcassonne. Is my sorrow. Well, that's you. You jumped on that grenade. Oh, god damn it. You did it. I bet boozled. Is it my turn? <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Mitch, and I am a fool. I have set myself into this trap, and now I am snared. I play a dude playing a dude, pretending to be another dude. Because at this point, I've forgotten what the delicate web of bullshit is. But I'm hanging with my homie, Fish Boy Seth. Hey, everybody. It's me, Jeff, reprising his role as not Seth anymore. At least I don't have to worry about C4PH anymore. You sure fucking don't. You got it. Um, don't, uh, don't say no. No, you didn't get it right. No, I didn't. It's, it's so C3P4. far off. <laughs> I'm now reprising my role as Rayusk, and I will be doing the sneak and be slightly fishy, and I'm free. And who did I leave behind, or who will I leave behind in this city of mine? Rude as heck. It's me. It's Ryan. Hi. I'm here playing 9 and 9.1, 9.2, and I'm here to make things, because I'm an artificer, and I warforged, and I'm here to play some D&D. &D. Let's play a game. Start. What happened last time? I mean, yeah, if you mean it. <laughs> last time on Torchlit Tavern, Black Powder. Black Black Powder. Black Powder. You burnt down the Inquisitor's base? Yeah, you didn't see the smoke? And then he throws down an amulet with the Inquisitor's seal on it. Amulet of undetection. New paperwork. Do I immediately recognize what this... Do you recognize a new identity when you see it? The town is clearly being attacked by a demon right now. That's not possible. Fifteen foot, four armed demon. A Galabrizu. A demon cannot just be here running amok. Such a thing is not possible. Listen. I understand what you're saying. The amount of heat you have brought down is going to be tremendous. I recommend that all of us get out of town for at least a few days. The government is coming, and that was my whole fucking point. They're not just going to send anybody. This is going to draw out Sieko. This is going to draw out Griddle. This Ooh. is our chance to hit them, because they're going to come looking. I want them here. Do you know how powerful those people are? Intimately. And I'm going to kill them. But it seems like they're trying to bring something through. Maybe the fact that they have a demon, it looks at foe, has something to do with this because it looks like they've been looking into a way to bring something from the other side. Now, this is my home. I am from here. I know these woods. I, I kind of want to help Mbagi here. He sounds like he needs the help of an artificer, and I am one. And also, I've got some extra parts in the cart. I'd be thinking when Seth come back, I'd be taking him out. 
I'm sure he'll not be wanting to hang around here. The people around here seem to have their energy sapped. The brothels. The men told me. <laughs> they said you go to the brothel and they... That's Martha's machines that she makes. They have a power source that nobody can copy. This file says that Martha has a machine that makes Warforged hearts. Are you be willing to destroy what you call your mother? Obviously, no. I would like to talk to her about this first. There's also the third option of just destroying whatever she's got built. I feel as though that's the obvious choice. We take her power source. The Inquisitors want that stone from her, to whatever their plan is. You get that stone, you stop not just the Warforged, but also whatever the Inquisitors want. As perhaps we tell Maker of this plan deception, turn them against themselves. Buy us some time to take better action, perhaps, yes? Start a war between the factions. Best case scenario, yes. And if you ever need help with this sort of thing, travel west to Griffinport. There are people there who might be able to answer your questions. Oh, you make it sound like we're never going to see you again. You might not. This could be goodbye, night. So, be back here in three, four days? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We'll be here lest we be dead. I'm still unencumbered. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we did some shopping. Uh, a couple of things right out the gate. Y'all became level five. You guys got hey. to do a little shopping. I paid Woo! I paid you out. Like, consider it done. Uh, Krog got you the money. He also hooked Rayask up with the booze that Rayask wanted. Because Rayask is about to go on a trip, and I'm sure you're going to want that. Yes, big fan of booze. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to advise there. that Rayask steals a couple of those uh, those cracks that we stole in that giant flat. Yeah, so I'm assuming that you guys are running some real quick errands, and that's where we're picking up, right? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm going to hand a couple of scenes in that moment. Uh, real quick, before I decide that, Nine, do you go with them for their errands, or are you staying back and just getting to work? Um, I'm going to start uh, just pulling apart these here other robots my my do, do they, do they phones? Do, do they... yes i'm gonna start pulling <laughs> them apart and uh figuring out some things for yoon phones dope i love that because how else am i supposed to perform the capitalism since he broke all the yoon phones yeah i'm gonna it's make very rude new you phones yoon phones all right so um i broke capitalism hooray uh phone x uh, Jeff, high or low? Hi. Okay. Uh, Adero, you are trying to so, find the various shops to collect the, just, uh, what's, what's a good term for a... Inane. Yeah, inane box of bullshit that you, you like, like, I feel like that if Adero knew about bento boxes, he would be subscribed to all of them. Um. What does lunch have to do with this? It is well after lunch. It is well after dinner. And you've just been sort of like doing roundabout ways through town, trying to, trying to like... Do some sh some light shopping. Yeah, Aderu, as you make your way down a side street, you notice J this. Jay, do you want me to tell you all the things Jesus that I bought? Fucking Christ! <laughs> <laughs> um, that stays in. Jay, Jay, give, give me give me a less. second. Give me a second. All right, I bought uh, I I got uh, I got five, I got five acids, and I got five alchemist fires, and then I, I bought a bot a. Uh, as you make tackle, your way down I the street, glass bottles you see a large wall slowly grow along a hill of earth and grass, keeping the buildings upon it 
that loom over this area of road from falling. Across the 100 some odd feet of smooth, polished concrete and tiles, you see a carefully painted fresco of images in black and white. It shows a small hamlet village in a dense woodland, beset on all sides by frightening caricatures of giants and wolves. The next scene shows a motley band of oddly armed and dressed men and women arriving, weapons held high. One, a man bent nearly in half with a staff and shaped like an old man. Another, a figure, a woman in polished mail, gleaming white. A smaller figure dressed in the stereotypical wizard's robes of one of their orders, and a pointy-eared man whose skin is drawn with dark paints, but white around the edges. As you progress down the road, you watch the monstrous creatures being scattered, and the group continues through the town, forging on toward an ominous fortress of black stone. They enter, they return in another scene, riches now pouring from the gates of the old monolith. The fresco you now notice is being painted in brighter and more colorful hues as the story unfurls. The next scene shows the small hamlet growing in size. A castle has been built, and from the castle the heroes pour forth, this time meeting some sort of horned, rampaging beast. A large ram with fangs dripping red, behind it all manner of animalistic monsters. The dark-skinned elven figure leads the charge. The image progresses, and craftily the horde once behind the beast now shifts to a frightened retreat within the same piece of artwork. The final scene shows a celebrating village. In the background, a stake can be seen burning upon which, if one were to look very hard, you might make out a figure burning. At the end is a placard of bronze set into the wall. It reads, We honor the heroes of Santitas, who raised our town and lofty halls to those you see today. Was, was, was Ram, was Ram on purpose? Yes. Just checking. No, 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 that's fine. Aderu notices immediately that if this is telling the story he knows, that there's some artistic license. Like, it's, it's not accurate as far as Aderu knows to anything that that went on but it does tell a very like just it's just pictures right there's no story other than what you make of it and there, as he looks at it he picks out more and more detail like you could sit here and try to get more from this but that is the gist of what he sees as he walks by does does Aderu I would like to uh take one forward on my next knowledge history check love it sure I'll take it <laughs> I don't know what that means, but we'll, we'll we'll try to make that work. Come on, man. Right. Monster of the Week. No, no, no. No, I get it. No, I'm, I'm all for it. I don't know what it means yet. We'll figure it out. <laughs> that means you get a plus one in your next history check. Oh, no, actually, yeah. I do know what that means. Here at Torchlit Tavern, Mitch gets a story point. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll deal with that. Yay! Story point. Me. Yeah, Mitch gets a story point. Fuck it. We like the story point, huh? Uh, so... Mitch, you, you, you bought a bunch of stuff. Was there anything else you wanted to quickly handle in town? And I got a, a fishing kit, and I bought a totem and mistletoe as gifts for my friend, who is now a druid. The totem and mistletoe you found are definitely some cheap, like... I am certain. Yeah, no, these are these are cheap, <laughs> uh, bad replicate, like... I assume that the mistletoe came from a brothel, and I assume that the totem is carved by a six-year-old in the basement with a hundred other six-year-olds. No, it, it was like, it was on a rack in a place where it was kind of insulting to your order, actually, where they were, like, selling these, like, little dolls that were supposed to be authentic, broken circle totem dolls, or whatever the fuck. Oh, that they were, then yeah. it belongs to me. I stole that shit. I'm gonna get, like, a gold back. <laughs> sure, roll sled <flat> hand. <laughs> um... Jesus fuck, the dice fuck. is back. Good the lord, I back. forgot about that. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I add, but that's a 19 flat. Stolen. Uh, it... Flat, because it broke through the bottom of the <laughs> fucking drawer. Yeah, flat. it's not flat, it's dented. Flat, unlike the surface of my drawer. 
Yeah, so is there anything else that you want to handle other than some quick shopping? I know that you're buying a bunch of stuff. You always do. Yeah, they tops off on all of his junk and bullshit, and he, he gets the opportunity to finally buy a bunch of things that he never really had the opportunity to buy before, all that extra miscellaneous shit. So that's cool. Cause yeah, he likes, you're not, you're not operating out of a quartermaster's tent now. You've got a whole yeah. town to, to do your shopping. And uh, is going to bathe because he needs to get that shit off of him. Okay. Because Adairu, unlike everyone else, is certain that there's there's hounds or dogs or people with any sense of smell at all or something that might be looking for him. Okay. And uh, so he's going to go back to his room to do that. Sure. But, the room's uh, at the Golden Garter up on the third or fourth floor at this point, I believe. Fourth. It's like the, the it's the it's the penthouse suite they gave you essentially. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's tight. Yeah, they're just going to eat and bathe and then uh and then uh they're just gonna go looking for Rask to finish up the last of their errands and pick up some rations. Rask. Yes. Uh anything any pressing business that you wanted to handle in town before you got out of here? Um Town of Santitas is in a bit of a chaos. People are bustling around a lot of this. A lot of people seem to be on the same mind that if they want to leave town soon they've got to get out the doors before they lock it down um like news is spreading through town of what has happened it has technically only been like an hour since you collapsed the Krakakola factory like like that's just it's been an hour it's been an hour like they they have to get the people so why are they buying things why aren't they just looting because I'm sure there's a riot going on not yet it's about to like (laughs) well so it's not like they can just start a riot. There are guards everywhere, but the guards have not been That's fully informed of what they riot, need to do Because Alair is just running to the streets, grabbing shit, screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Adaru is definitely the, the, the man in black bashing in windows. <laughs> uh, definitely. Um, I think that Reisk is just going to kind of take personal stock of the things he has, make sure he tucks away in, like, you know, as many sort of hidden spots all as a contraband because he knows he's going to leave. He's worried he'll get searched again. Um... Bandage his hand. Sure. That is important. Um, okay. L- l- let's just call this a stealth check. It's your ability to just, like, hide all- hide your contraband and all that. Stealth check is yeah. what that's for. Better than I thought it was going to be. 16. Nice. You get a little bit of shopping done, too, like like Mitch did. I, like I said, I'm not uh, going to worry about if you're buying knickknacks from the general store. You, if you have the money, go ahead and buy it. If you so want to buy think- anything more, it requires negotiation and you don't have a lot of time. Like, if you want poisons or if you want contraband, if you want to go to the black market, that sort of stuff... Kind of off limits due to time constraint. No, but otherwise no, I, you're I, to buy. I actually think I'm not going to. Why is it the black buy... market? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the shadow market around because here. Because they're always making a profit. They're never in the red. Damn. They're in the black. Facts. I actually don't think Rask is going to do any shopping. Rask is going to do one thing, as I or two things. As I said, check over his stuff, and in taking that personal inventory, he's going to figure out how much locust powder he has. So how much of that do I have? Uh, so I believe you were given three days worth when you got to Santitas, but that was okay. a day ago. Right. And I definitely would have done one in that time. And it's yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. This is day two, uh, and it's been a rough one. And I'm definitely going to take this downtime to open up one of those packages and just, <laughs> so now I have one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, you, you, you have one, like all, all your scales start making colors. They just sort of go back to their matte color. And yeah. It's at that moment. They're like sequins. They just go. Shh. Yeah, you, you've got your back to like. <laughs> like those like pillows. Back to a wall in an alley. And as you're kind of distracted, you did not notice Darbin comes up and pushes you roughly against the wall. Fuck. Sexy. Uh, and just. Can just, I say before that, I, I asked Finn Boggy about the ring that I have? Uh, no. 
Damn it. Fucking, fucking, fucking wear it. Don't be a coward. It's a, it's a ring. <laughs> he pushes. Darwin pushes you up against a wall abruptly. Ah, Does he abruptly. lift his hands up too? Yeah, he's he's much shorter than you. So how sexy is this gonna get? A little bit. It's yeah, kind of hot. He's pushing me up against the wall by my waist. Yes. Uh, he is a dwarf. Don't, don't don't make me tell you how a dwarf restrains a guy. It's gonna get more embarrassing <laughs> for you. <laughs> he swings his heel way up over his head and puts it right next to your waistline. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, I've been trying to get hold of you. Uh, lost my phone. As you can see, it's quite crazy out there. Yeah, no shit. What have you been up to? Trying to follow foe, but in all this madness, he's gone missing. Uh, go ahead and roll deception. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 100%. Roll for bullshit. God, why am I always God, so bad at this? God, I love, I love that Darbin nails his insights every time you try to lie to him. It's very good for me. <laughs> it won't he, matter because I, I, we don't I even have zero. to go. Like you, you start giving him like your your spiel, the story that you have in your head, but he catches you off guard, and you just did drugs, right? It's not yeah. the best time. And you see that he just sort of like he puts you at arm's length, and he just watches you talk. And finally. He, he, like, he reaches up, and he moves your clothing a bit, and he looks at your new necklace. You're about to get out, ain't you? My skin flashes with a myriad of colors and instantly turns into spiny triangles and also orange zigzags all at once, and I push back on him and go, What? Yo! No, no, no. I know what those necklaces do. Hey, you've been... You've been sneaky, haven't you, my friend? Fucking roll for initiative. If he's gonna confront me, I'm gonna go up against him. Uh, if you try to roll for initiative, he lets go and he puts his hands up. Let's like, uh, let, assuming initiative is we get hostile. He goes. Uh, initiative is I get hostile. I pull yeah. the backsword out from behind my back and go, and and I hey. just stare him down. Hey, 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 hey. Uh. When your assassin gets jumpy, and it's just you and him in an alley. Yeah. Hey, man, we cool. Yeah. We I'm cool. I, I've been looking for you trying to figure out what's going on. I hadn't realized it was this far. Um, You roll insight. Oh, yeah. I'm not good at that either. <laughs> but, like, not bad at it, actually. 14. So, it's weird. He seems like he reacts after seeing the fact that you have this out. Like, that you've somehow gotten hold of this powerful item. He almost seems like he's not angry. Yes, but I just did drugs and I'm paranoid. That's fine. So, so, so he's like, "Hey, yeah, hey, don't, we don't need to fight, man. We uh, what do you mean we don't need to fight? Oh, oh, you just found me out. Explain to me how I possibly can let you live. Threats aren't really becoming. We had a good working relationship. You're right. It's always in my best interests to not burn old bridges as a good handler, and f quite frankly. Every time one of you gets away, I'm rooting for you. You knew it was possible. Of course I knew it was possible. Others got away. God, kid. Hey, more power to you for doing something you thought was impossible. It's very brave. Yes, it's possible. You just fucking did it. You think you're the first one? Man, you're, you got a chip on your shoulder. You think you're special. Look, hey, I just sent my other agent to the other side of town looking for you. You don't have a lot of time. I, if you're getting out of town, you do it. You understand? I wanted to catch you because I want to know what happened for me. I won't tell anybody I saw you. Uh, 
My shoulders slump. I need to know what to tell Griddle to cover my own ass, and it's the least you can do for me. My shoulders slump. My arms go down. My apprehensive posture changes. I take a few staggered steps back and go, I, I've spent my life, as much of it as I can remember, feeling like there was no options for me. To hear that there has been, that you knew. You're not the only one who doesn't have options, bud. I, um... Hey, we're all doing what we gotta do here in the primacy. I've got things that I need, and I have done terrible things to get them. But you don't have to be one of them. Me and you have had a good working relationship, and truth be told, it would be great for me to have somebody as talented as you, who's not in a primacy pocket, so that I could actually accomplish some of my stuff. Maybe then I would have a reason to get out like you did. That's all I'm saying. Maybe sometime if you catch me somewhere, we can get a beer. Things have changed. Uh, like I said, uh, Octung is in town. You knew that. I know. He's across the other side of town looking for you. You're gonna need to get out quick. Um, my... My skin changes to this uh, magenta dotted line, and uh, I kind of was looking. I'm I'm looking at the ground. I look up at him, and I go, "Thank you. You have always looked after me well." I I hooked you up with narcotics, and I forced you into dangerous positions. Do not thank me. Do not. This is not. This is not what this is. I put go my hand you. on the, I put my hand on Darwin's shoulder, and I look at him, and I go, "You should know." That the others are worse. Oh, I'm the nice one, huh? Fuck me. All right. Well, he scratches his head and uh, he kind of, he, he looks up to you and he nods. It's like, hey, like I said, uh, it's nice to see one get out. Keep in touch. All right. Not everyone in the primacy wants to eat your liver. I reach into my pack and I pull out the fine silver flask, which now probably has some booze in it. And I go, always does. It's got jungle juice in it. It's whatever Ray has scraped up. Yeah. And, uh, because uh, I have two flasks, so I don't need the fine silver one. I go, Is that racist? Here, for all the pain that the primacy has put us both through. Sure, thanks. Something to help you keep the edge off, hopefully. Yeah, thanks. Um, request, if you, if you, if you ever hear anything about dragons, particularly a big red one with off color, like it's more, more, it's like an orange color. He should have stand out, but he disappeared on me. I want to know more about it. Find out if you can. If we ever talk again, I'll, I'll pay you for the information. Hold on, I'm writing notes. <laughs> I look down at him, and I nod. And as that happens, my skin changes to a uh, a rippling sky blue color. I'll be in touch if I find anything. I'll get a new Yoon phone soon. <laughs> fat, fat lot of good that'll do me, right? And he points at the necklace. He's like, and then as he says that and he laughs, you hear the chunk, chunk, chunk of a of a sentry unit coming down the street. And he goes, "All right, gotta go." And just like that, he's like gone. Like you, you blink and he is in the crowd. Like he's disappeared. I take his example and I'm out. I'm the fuck out of there. You guys meet back up real quick. I'm going to get us out of the town. Uh, Adaru walks in the door and I immediately punch him in the face. Is this a, a goof what? or is this for real? I had nine of these. How is it? Oh, sorry. Uh, missile phone? God damn it. <laughs> no, mistletoe. Mistletoe has the blueberries. Yes. Look at it. it it's it's about It's about the season, too. Like, it, it, it's... 
It's, it only you're only supposed to do that during the solstice. I, I have a built-in mistletoe sensor. Hey, I know for a fact that that is mistletoe and not mistletoe. You have been uh, wronged. I stole the wrong, stole the wrong herbs. Damn it. Uh, anyways, so we're going to leave town. You're going to stay here. I am going to stay here, but I made these for you before you leave. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Nine, nine. I, I told nine that uh, I told Ryan that nine gets the three Yoon phones ready. You guys all have one. We can split the party. We can still maintain some contact. You guys all get your own Yoon phone. Uh, you still have to attune to them, but they don't count against your attunement slots. And oh. even though you have the non-detection necklace on, a Yoon phone can still be attuned to you. It's just that message now go to the Yoon phone. It'll basically send to like unknown sender Sends or to unknown forwards to voicemail. Yeah, every time, yeah. Um, yeah, I take the Yoon phone, and uh, I look at Nine, and I say, Thank you. You're welcome. You should look at it. You both have messages already. Okay. Um, Deru holds his hand out with Yoon phone and lets go, and he's not attuned to it, so it just drops to the floor. The screen cracks. Nine has to replace the screen real quick. <laughs> Nine, it's not working. How do... Mine's that. <laughs> I mine's have told you that Azeru understands how to attune to magic items. Your insistence on this stupidity. Azeru <laughs> doesn't necessarily understand how this item works. Sure. Reyes goes, Well, it'll take an hour or so. I'll do that outside of town. Yeah, everybody, chop, chop, come on. Say goodbyes. Uh, I look at Nine and go, Where I plan to go, I hope to find Eric. Maybe. We can bring him back. What? I look down at point two. You're gonna go see Eric? Potentially. The I, I can't say for sure. Point two uh, slowly turns around and just makes eye contact with nine. Do you, do you want to go? Yes. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. Do you, are you guys, will you guys take point two? Uh, yes. Yeah, I look over at, at, at uh, Aderu and uh, just kind of Shrug. I'm not invested. I, whichever we need, I, it can come with us. It not be bothering me. We must find Brother Eric. Sure. And I reach my hand down to pick her up. I ain't gonna let it be my responsibility, though. Point two can take care of herself. That'd be true, but she'd be pocket size. And where we be going, a lot of things be willing to nick a little thing like that. Not a problem. I hand her a dagger. I don't need that. Yeah, she uh holds out a plus one hatchet. What? Artificer. You just, you have a limited number of I do what I want. Are you giving her? All right. <laughs> you have a, to be fair, nine doesn't need them. It's a surprisingly limited number of those, honestly. I mean, I guess nine doesn't need it. She's not adventuring. Yeah. Um, nine doesn't need it. <laughs> give them something, Jay. <laughs> sure. No. Where do you keep this plus one hatchet? It's, it's literally just strapped on her back. Like, she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to take my hatchet out of my pocket. And it's just there all the time she just duct tapes it just it is her size it's little... yeah it's I was just the say. head she just sticks her hand in the socket and just hammer fists <laughs> i look at her and i go gonna have to travel in the bag for a bit is that okay that's fine i throw it in my bag yeah go ahead take your time figuring out the logistics of how you're gonna carry a the runt uh do you guys have your food you need to get going we're going to gather rations on the way out. I know a place. All right, move. The line's getting busy, getting large. I ain't waiting in the line. We're on our way. 
I take a line into this place. I take the woods out. Quincy, don't cause any trouble, okay? Okay. Adaro just looks at Nine with squinty suspicion. Yes, Adaro? Isn't that the troublemaking one? <laughs> no. Is it the other one, then? Roll insight. <laughs> no! <laughs> Fifteen. It's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. I nod. Uh, <laughs> All right. Risk, risk. In the crate in the back, they've got the potions. Go grab yourself a handful. We'll likely be needing them sooner than later. Okay. Uh, I uh, my my ruling is this. Uh, I gave you guys a bunch, but I am going to say that you cannot comfortably carry a bag of health potions and make them easy to get to. Uh, without the risk of them, like, breaking into, like, cracking into each other and breaking. So, like, you can only carry, like, four, we're gonna say. Sure. Uh, in general, without, like, more work put into it. Sure. Alright, Risk. Come with me. Follow my lead. I'll show you how to get free rations. It's great. Sure. Actually, You're gonna what now? Mind. I'm I gonna get rations. Free rations. Yes. Where, where are you getting free rations? I'm making you pay for things. You know yeah. that, right? So Adairu, uh, Adairu had gone around a lot of the town looking for his list of just why. His pack of God why. And uh, mm -hmm. he found that there are these dingy-ass little places that for like a handful of copper will let you eat however much you want. Ah, and he the Buffett takes Rayesk to a Buffett. The, 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 the world-famous Santitas... Buffett said, come yes. on, Rayisk, we're going to Hometown Buffet. Yes, we're going to the Buffet. Uh, so yeah, somebody corrects you when you call it a Buffet, and they say, yeah, it's a Valerian thing, it's called a Buffet. Then why is it, <laughs> then why is it spelled Buffet? Because, you know those fucking Valerians, they're always putting letters where they don't belong. But are you gonna let this in or not? Gonna pay? Still a certain amount of money to get in. What's the, what's a, what's this one called? It's called uh, Jimmy Buffet. Called... Done. Jimmy's Buffet. Yeah, yeah I was, think, I was thinking that earlier, too. <laughs> I knew there was a Jimmy yeah, Buffet Yeah, he beat me joke. to it. He beat me to it. He, he nailed it. Story point also for, for nine. Um, <sighs> glad I let it sit. Glad I let someone pick that so, up. So go ahead and roll survival. Hang on, hang on. How much and, does it cost? Uh, 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 it's, it's a Santitas Buffet, which is based on Vegas Buffet, so way less than you should for the quality of food. Uh, it's going to be like a silver piece All right. each. All uh, right. So he hands him three silver pieces and just walks in. Reyes. All right, I need... Reyes, come. All right, so here's the thing. I need a sleight of hand check because you cannot walk out of a buffet with food. That's not how they work. <laughs> I, I really appreciate the idea of y'all just munching down the tray and like filling up a, a tray and then dumping said tray into your sack. I love it. But how do you get... How do you do this quietly? Okay, all right, hang on. I, I, okay, D&D is making me do dumb things for change. That. Yeah, give me a slide of hand check. And a survival. We'll decide how many rations it's worth. You gotta you gotta choose the things that keep well on the road. Roll a survival check. Okay, well, so let's figure out You're gonna think that you want to try the lobster. Adairu is just gonna idea. watch Reyes get first. Yeah, He's Reyes. see Reyes being, like, shifty and, like, trying to pocket things. Oh. No, Reyes, Reyes, look, like this, I, like this. I know that Reyes went to the seafood cart first. And, uh, Adairu makes himself a big plate, and then he walks it over to a table, and then he, he just makes himself another big plate, and, uh, Reyes is still standing like, what the hell? You make yourself a bunch of plates, watch, just make yourself a bunch of plates, come, come, come. 
and there builds a queue of plates at the table of all the least perishable foods that he could select and a couple of treats. And, uh, Reyes, he lets me know when you'll be ready. Reyes rolled the, good as fuck on his sleight of hand. So Reyes looks things, at you sideways and hey, goes... So did, uh, so did point two. <laughs> oh, God. And one of the things that Adairu bought... You remember my list that I told you stuff that I bought, right, Jay? Yeah, sure. One of the things I, that Adairu bought was a sack. And he just cool. Santa sacks the whole table, cool. plates, food, and all into the sack and runs through the door. Uh, not even gonna hide it, huh? Okay. Uh, as, as you do that, you do catch the eye of Avery Age Lady at the other end doing a very similar thing. Um, so here's what I'm gonna say. Reyes rolled a 18 plus 6 for the sleight of hand. So Reyes already had stuff that obviously uh, Adairu had no idea. It's 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 fucking done, guys. It's done. I'm not wasting any more time. You but have I only rolled a 10 on survival. So you decide how much yeah. of that works. There's way too much of it is seafood. You're going to need to eat that in the first day. <laughs> uh, point two runs out carrying an entire tray of mac and cheese. I like point two style. Yeah. You, you know what you like, you know? That's basically how I go to a buffet. Just demolish the mac and cheese. Now, Derry, you said that you had a way out of town. Yes. Uh, so Adairu sprints down the main road. He makes sure that Seth, uh, Reyes is following him. And he continues sprinting down the road and uh, gets about halfway towards where the Yoon Gate is and banks right towards the poor district and the churches. And uh, now that we're out of the line of sight of the establishment that we've just robbed, uh, Adairu is going to pull out a rope and a grappling hook. And we're going to just go over this wall and into the woods. Over the garden wall, if you will. Um, beautiful, 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 beautiful. Okay, um, that's a I want to ask. Fact. I want to ask a quick question: Is this wall fortified to prevent this sort of thing? So, fun fact: He did go north, where the wall is not quite as built up as the southern wall, which is designed to repel like southern-bound invaders. But yeah, there there's a wooden palisade wall. There are people who who do it. I need you to move the fuck on so it goes off without a hitch. Congratulations! Can okay. I roll? <laughs> I don't need to roll. I don't even need the grappling hook. How low was that, Mitch, since you insisted? Uh, that's a nine. Oh, yeah, so you get caught and everything is ruined. No, I had, like, I had a <laughs> no. bunch of that. I'm good. Oh, do you? No, sorry. Okay. Sorry, Jay, um, you misunderstood. I roll my dice into the palisade and then walk through the hole. <laughs> that does make sense. I mean, he probably does add a good amount to his athletics, one assumes. You guys make it You guys make it over. It, there's enough chaos. Everyone knows what he's doing. Uh... Reyes laughs at him as he uses a grappling hook and a rope, and he just climbs the wall with his suction cuppies. Yep. And uh, one thing that Reyes does notice is on this portion of the wall, it's worn. This is not the first time that this has been done here. Help me with my mac and cheese. Fuck. You guys hit the road. Reyes scoops him into the sack. And <laughs> so you guys get to the outside of the wall. You stealth your way away. Your big sack of soggy food. Um, Dry foods. He's not nuts. Uh, well, I mean, Reyesks are a little bit dubious choices. The survival check wasn't great. Yeah, they're in his pockets. Uh, he, he made, yeah, he made some dubious choices for what he what he pocketed. Um, his pocket's gonna smell like ham, like uh, like mac and cheese for a few days. Uh, he went to a buffet. All that shit has been under the fucking lamps for three hours. Lamp, it's it's already all dry. incredibly dry. <laughs> Fair enough. So you guys get over the wall, and you circle back around. Uh, do you guys kind of get back onto the main road to travel with pilgrims, or do you try to stay off the road? 
No, Adairu was ready for this. Adairu takes off his hobgoblin clothes, and he has normal commoner clothes on underneath. And he just tucks his hobgoblin clothes in a bag. Um, I think that Reyes, Reyes has, like, a new identity. He knows how to travel around here. He's not really concerned about blending with the people. So, um, he's also taken off his... He's not been wearing his armor for a little while now, because his shoulders are just irritating him so much. Uh, sure. And so he's just wearing like a regular shirt at this stage. You guys just look like a couple more travelers uh, on the road, and as you walk, yeah, with a uh, with a small robot on one of their shoulders, just sh- shoving mac and cheese in her mouth. The mac and cheese she doesn't even need. Yes, Adairu <laughs> is home. Adairu doesn't need to use the road. He knows this foot. Sorry, you talked about how you just changed into commoner's clothes. I thought you wanted to blend. So, like I said, which one do you do? I wanted to not be a uh, not be a Canorian mercenary. He wants to drop a lore for a little while. That's what he said. Oh, sure. Reyes kind of like uh, Reyes doesn't really know what's going on here. He'd planned to just walk casually out of the gate, so this whole thing <laughs> was just weird to him. So he just follows. He's had a wild last like twenty minutes between his conversation, doing drugs, having his conversation with Darbin, and then somehow I ended up over a wall with... Sorry, ended up at a buffet, then went over a wall. Yeah, it's been Reyes weird... Reyes and both turn around, and they're like 40 feet from each other because Reyes get assumed and started walking towards the road, and Adairu had assumed and started walking into the woods, and there's that awkward like, wait, are we... which, uh... Are who's, we... Who's leading? We're gonna go... Yeah, Reyes, Reyes points the direction of the road and goes, Roads this way. But the woods... Do you know where you're going in the woods? Yes. This is where my family be born from. These are me woods. You were born here. I assume. That's where I was raised. Oh, okay. Let's go. Wait. Is this the way to Eric? West is the way to Eric. No, south. West and south. Was it south? Yes. Uh, it's southwest from here. Fuck, guys. It's time to look at a fucking map. No, it's so traveling. I'm a druid. I know these things. How good of a druid are you? Tell me. Did you just take... <laughs> you haven't even taken a single level in druid, have you? I have a magic reindeer. Not, not one fucking point in survival. Six. It's a plus six. And I get advantage of my shift. I can do me some woodsin'. The way I be figuring it. I got to me some friends I need to be finding tonight. Then tomorrow, we mark our way southways. We look, our, look ourselves for Eric. And I need to be seeing what be happening over that way. You have anything you need to be doing? What I ask? Oh... All I intended to do was to find this cult and maybe Eric. Then on the sun and the morrow, we head be southern. Maybe. I look at uh, point two and go, As I said, I don't know for sure where he is, but where he said he was going, we may not find him. Remember, little one, they be saying that the whole contingent went that way was killed. All sides, I presume. Of course. Sure. Brother Eric would save us. Yes. If only so he could be telling us about it for days. As you guys have this conversation, I'm assuming you attune to your Yoon phones. Yeah. Uh, you guys get attuned to anything you need. You have you have just time of walking. Uh, that you can handle like sort of that sort of meditative work on the road. Uh, you attune to your Yoon phones as soon as they kick on and they become attuned to you. We, of course, get our notifications and commercials. Uh, these are no longer Yoon phones. These are Nine phones. Thank you. Fuck. Do-ba-do! Hi. 
Welcome to Nine Fun. Oh, there it hits the dirt. Here's a commercial for one of the many products you can find through the Nine Phone right now. Or soon when I set up a store for you to do that. Beep. Come on down to Shia LaWolf Takeaway, the number one provider of used takeaway wagons in the Tri-Privacy area. We've got big takeaway wagons, small takeaway wagons, blue takeaway wagons, black takeaway wagons, more takeaway wagons than you can possibly drive all at once. Like this beauty, I've got it here, a 535 takeaway wagon, Model T, for $75.95 gold, or I'll lease it to you for no coin down. 180 gold a month! No kidding! So come on down to Shia LaWolf Takeaway, 5028 Flower Bell Boulevard in Bray. Tell them, Wolf. So, you guys are greeted by that very strange intro that is not like the one you've heard before. There he stands up and dusts himself off. I check my messages. Yeah, there were messages mentioned. That's a good point. Yes, it's a... Uh, it's, I'm not aware of it. It's them. a message from point one, and it just says, hi. And then it's a message from point two, and it, and it says, hi, it's me, point two. We have our own phones now, too. And that's literally all it says. So, to correct... What Adaru said, because Adaru said it correctly, but Mitch didn't know. Uh, directly west is not a lot of woods. You would probably want to skip immediately across the road and head south if you wanted to find more of the Silverian Forest. The forest is more dense to the south and east oh. of Santitas. Uh, and that Sorry, being said, like the Silverian Forest... like 13 years ago, it was more dense to the north. My bad. It was... So, the Silverian Forest was dense fucking everywhere. It used to be hundreds of miles of dense woodland, and it's not anymore. That's actually... A big part of it. So, Adairu <laughs> had it right, but Mitch didn't know. The forest is denser to the south, but you have to travel west and skip across the road. We move like a hundred yards and run out of woods. Stupid paper. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's like they kept this section of woods just to make this part of the town look a little better. You know. Sorry. So, Adairu would know what it's currently like. Where Where do I Where do I go? What Adairu told you would have not have been incorrect, even though Mitch used the wrong word. Yeah. Okay, so we're going south. So yeah, you guys are traveling in the wilderness, and a couple of things that I'm going to establish as a dungeon master. One, you guys are now level five, and in the words of Jeff on Wacko Mundo, at level five, some kid gloves come off. <laughs> well, you know what barbarians around the world say to their DMs? Do it, pussy. Yeah, one HP is still one HP. <laughs> But that also means that, for one, you are traveling in the wilderness with no, like, it, it's, it's, it's dangerous out here. There could be something that attacks you. There are animals, there are beasts, there are fucking wyverns and dragons and monstrous animals that want to eat every adventurer's face. Worse than that, the primacy. And the primacy. So now we're going to institute the long rest rules. You're no longer traveling with a heavily armed army. You don't feel as safe as you did traveling to Santitas. So now when you do the long rest... We're going to use that homebrew that we came up with where long rests are a little bit trickier when you're not in a safe location because you've officially entered the unsafe location. Oh, no. (laughs) There hasn't been safe since the podcast started. And also, 
Something else that I'm going to start instituting, just because I'm going back to our roots here, is the random encounter table. As you travel uh, from point to point, there's a chance for a little extra to happen. Uh, not necessarily combat, but you're going to bump into something on the road. Or, you know, whatever, however you handle it. But or someone. So I think that in honor of uh, the first random table, so to speak, of this campaign, we're going to go to the king of random tables, Mitch, to oh, roll our first man. D12 roll. Ah, at least it's not Wait, your big D12? fat table denter. Yes, because I only have 12 encounters. Oh. Because I do have encounter tables per location of my world at the moment. Jesus. Okay, D12, that's going to be limiting. I can't wait till we get yes. to the one that's a D100. Um, <laughs> there there though the upside the is, there is no way in hell I can get a fucking perch. Sure. Because that's on a 51 to 79. Mm, the old ways, yes. That's a one. Perch. Are you crab. fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's a crab. Perch. Crap. We, we, we just no, walk. sorry on this we're chart. Just walking, on this chart, we're just walking perch. through the forest, and there's a perch on the ground. <laughs> Random yes. encounter. It's a perch. No, no, no. Number one, uh, you, you you take a circuitous route, uh, Adiru, like you said. You're trying to avoid the town, and you end up crossing the road and getting on to the other side. Eventually, as you guys move, you find yourself uh, passing by this this trail that looks like no one's used it in a little bit, but it's a a small hamlet that seems to be empty. As you pass by, you notice that there's this scorched pile of stuff that looks like it may have been books or art. And uh, Reyes, you recognize this as likely a, a place where Inquisitors came through a village and did an audit. Inquisitor audit. Do you want to know this place, Jay? You said it's small, right? It's a small village. Um, yeah. Is this, this a place a that I would have dealt with past. positively? Uh, I don't... No, what 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 is it? What are the criteria for a Darrow to deal with something positive? Uh, well, so a Darrow doesn't hate all civilization. Uh, he act, a Darrow specifically has always no, no, been. Tell a, me, how do I make him positive? About a Darrow loves a drive-in. Uh, there is <laughs> always a, a good drive-in. So if the city's got a drive-in, he is a fan. No, no, not no, a fan. No, because a drive-in is a staple of excess. Uh, he only likes dives. Adaru, Adaru personally has always been cool with small, established, self-sufficient, low-impact communities. Small farming towns, small hamlets, little hunting villages, outposts, things like that. Adaru has never seen a problem with those, despite what some of the higher circle says. Let's say you, you've made a good amount of time. It's it's later in the day. You've traveled 10 miles from Santitas, and this is one of the small hamlets that makes up the countryside. This place is, is dotted with small towns, and this is one of those. This is definitely one of those that Aderu would not have viewed with the same vitriol that he always talks about Santitas or the primacy towns. Um, I don't know if you knew the name of this hamlet. Doubt it. But, uh, I don't know. It, it It's not deserted. Like, you see the signs that people are like, like, when you guys walk up the road, you see a, a, a window, like, slam shut or whatever. So if you guys want to do something here, you may. But otherwise, it is what it is. You can keep going. No, we don't. Need, we don't need to rest yet. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, you, you you're coming up on the toward the end of your first day of travel, but you could definitely make some more time today. Uh, I want to make a note that while I was traveling, I I took out that ring and I examined it for a while and I attuned to it. Sure. And now you I know what it does, so I put it on. Yeah, it it's a it's a ring of sustenance. You don't have to eat. Reyesk. Do you have been eating to sleep yet? There's a place here that let me stay in their barn. 
I can go as long as you need. Doesn't matter to me. Then let us be taking safe ground here. Just fine. Be sure you're not wearing anything with a primacy brand upon. And uh, Adair just sort of skirts around the back of the town and just dips into an old, like, may or may not be abandoned barn. Uh, yeah, Reyes just puts his uh, hood up on his cat bear cloak and just kind of slinks around. Uh, I rest. Take a moment. Uh, while you're resting, uh, your sword kind of gives you a little ding. However, he gets your attention. He buzzes. In the scabbard. He, he, he flies out of the scabbard and spins around my head in a circle screaming yes. at me like the Yud phone. <laughs> like those old Nokia phones that would tip your car over. Yes. Patero. Yes. I see that we are leaving the city of Santitas. Yes. There is nothing for us to be doing there but getting caught and getting dead. We're moving southways. I'm looking for me Ken and to see what we happening with the circle. We need to talk about what happened back there. About which part? You speak to me of a corruption. You spoke to me of this thing that you've been fighting that destroys nature everywhere it goes. Yes? As you start to talk to him, you start to get sucked into, like, his weird, like... Reindeer game? Fake. His, his like, his foggy, like, woodland world that you've been in before. Uh, and you can start to hear the sounds of animals in the background. You spoke to me of a corruption that's attacking the, the world. Consuming it, yes. Consume that which is good to shut out nothing but pain. I think that it's older than you believe. It does not matter the age of the problem. It matters the need for it to be fixed. Yes, but you believe that it is the people of Santitas? I believe they are deeply entwined with it, in their thoughts and their lives. You believe that the men at the factory deserve to die by the hands of that demon? And so they did, did they not? Why would they deserve such? Because action has consequence. When you invite a predator into the home of your child, and your babe gets stricken by the wolf you invite in, of course you deserve that. You made the choice. They made the choice to feed their families. What choice do you think they make? The choice of consorting. Consorting! They chose to follow dubious things, not even being known what the choice they be making is, just to be complacent just to bury their head in the sands of their own illusion. They do what they were told. There's no ethical consumption under capitalism. <laughs> I am here to help you, Adairu. But the corruption that I fight is the beast that came out of the ground. Not the people who died in the dirt outside of their, their hunting ground. They live differently than you. They do not hunt and they do not farm. It is not for you to decide what they do. They live like ants who have built a colony. But their colony, it grows too big and destroys even what it requires to live around it. You saw the ant hills by the river, yes? Did you see anything else around them? Any wood, brush? No. It was just the colonies. The people have just made a tremendous colony. Do you think we should go back to the river and clear the ants away? Because they've gone too far nature will take care of that in itself these powers they be wielding seem to transcend beyond that nature their reach too far their grasp too strong their comprehension being too little yes they cut and they slash and they burn but they don't know what they be cutting or burning on that we do agree and it must be stopped I, I agree with you on the first part we'll monitor it but it's not your job to to weed and guard it you're not a gardener. I am a killer. I am that which is sent to remove 
The symptom and the problem. It is not your job to police nature. It is my life. It is all I have ever been raised and taught. It is all I have ever been shown and known. You come to tell me what I am and I am not, but you do not seem to be knowing what I am. By all right, this town that I sleep in, this barn I should have been having burned. But I see these people are not because of no problems like you say, a good colony of good size. But by all rights, by everything I'm taught, I should smite this to ground and ash. Then tell me, what, what am I supposed to be? You believe that the so-called weeds have less right to be there than the tomatoes? I am taught that when something need to be plucked from the garden, I pluck it with fire. You're not a gardener! No, I am not. You're a druid. No, I am not. It's your job to caretake nature, to keep it going, to tend it. I... Care for it. Maintain the circle. But you don't prune it. That is the job of the elders. It's not their job either. They taught you wrong, child. I am but a pruner. You're not. I am but the scythe. You're the protector. I agree with you. We have much to do. It's... a lot. We'll have to talk more. I need you to understand some things. Will you listen? Of course. Alright. Your friend. They've begun to teach her the magic. Would you like to learn it as well? Would you like to become a full circle druid? Is it permitted? I am the forest spirit of Silveria. If I say it, then you are the only Silverian druid left. But everyone be known that the shifters do not possess the link. This rule that you were taught was proven false to your very eyes this very morning. Then her power is being real? It is. Not simple trinket and potion? No. Shall I show you? Yes. Of, of course. Then let us begin. And for this time of rest, uh, Reisk, you kind of watch Aderu zone out a little bit. Strangely enough, like he's conversing once again with the, the item in his hand. Uh, but Aderu, I want you to go ahead and add the Druidcraft cantrip to your abilities. Uh, either that or remember it for now. You've learned the spell Druidcraft. Okay. It's all of its terrifying power. <laughs> I look at I, I look at uh, point two. I am uncertain what he's doing, but I've been around enough to know that what he holds is a magical item. What kind of magic? Only he knows. Well, between the three of us, at least. We can ask him. That ask will have to wait until the morning comes. For now, we rest. So did you guys decide to take a long rest? Yeah. Okay. This is uh, the... I, I feel like this is probably the only safe harbor that Aderu knows of in the area he's traveling. Sure. Uh, you guys wake up the next morning, and Aderu is... Uh, he, he went to bed on the cold, hard stable ground and woke up on a patch of moss. You Disney princess, you. I was going to say I laid down in the shitty straw, but yeah, all right, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, you grew up in a patch. Of, you woke <laughs> up in a patch of moss, whatever it was. Uh, you also wake up. Ding me. Ding me. Ding me. Fuck. Ding me. <laughs> there it is. Mitch's random fact. Ow! I watch too many things on the internet. 
So Jay's right, you absolutely do use moss. Moss is one of the favored ground covers and blankets that you can use when you are doing wilderness survival, including one that I believe is called Old Man's Beard. And you can just straight weave that into a wilderness blanket and cot. Keeps you warm, helps keep you dry, keeps you off the ground, and doesn't let Mother Nature rip the warmth from your cold, dying heart. Hey, fuck a lawn. Let's get some moss. Moss lawns are big. California. I know. Love that. Uh, You're also awoken. In the middle of the night, something happens. Um, During that night's... I'll I'll explain. During the night's rest, uh, and honestly, uh, honestly, you can kind of roll to see if you wake up if you'd like, but during the night's rest, uh, Reyes shoots up, rolls over. He starts writhing in pain, uh, s- screaming, but not screaming. It's not a reflex to scream, but... I've stubbed my toe. I know what you mean. Yeah. Especially for a creature that doesn't spend a lot of its time actually vocalizing things. It's flashing colors as these small sort of protrusions that he started to feel on his shoulders burst forth to two large crab-like claws. Pounds on the ground and rolls and rides. I'm sure making a decent amount of ruckus, but still no audible noise from him. Yeah, I rolled a one. Points he doesn't like it. Yeah. He doesn't get good rest. Yeah, um... Yeah, you wake up on a bed of moss and... Reyes wakes up in a bed of pain. Uh, there's blood around him on the ground, and from his back, it it seems that some new appendages... You had noticed, since he had taken off his armor lately, that his back had grown, but it was, like... It, it's difficult with his morphology. Like, he, he has a strange sort of, like, set to his shoulders anyway. But you noticed that there was, like, build-up there. Like, he had been gaining muscle growth or something. <laughs> Apparently it was not. This is uh, some real body horror shit that I wasn't expecting. Some real body horror I thought shit. you were going to yeah. say that he was dreaming. <laughs> no, you see, uh, above board, he is playing a, uh, a Crestkin, which is also uh, our homebrew, but it's also from the Vidalkin, correct? So the Crestkin no. is the no, Vidalkin, it's from the but, the, Simic hybrid. but the Simic Hybrid is what I've been playing. Yes. So He is playing a Simic Hybrid race, and at level five, he gains... A thing, and he chose extra arms. It's fucked up. Yeah, these big old claws, and so yeah, they they these big old claws pop out of his back. So yeah, Adara, I don't think there's any way you slept through that as you sort of jerk awake to the sound of Reisk's. I don't know sobs from that. Like even if Reisk hasn't fully awoken from the pain, I feel like you'd be oh, I woke making up. some noises. Yeah, uh, I woke up. You you see this this like this like. It's not a lot of blood. It's a surprisingly little amount of blood for what seems to have happened. But there is blood along the ground, and nearby you see, like, wide-eyed is this young woman who apparently has walked in on it as well because some noise was being made in the... In the barn. In the barn, yeah. Yeah. Something was with, out with the animals. She's holding a, like, broom handle, like a plus-one sword, and she's come to do battle with whoever is out here, but I think she bit off more than she could chew. Uh, Adari, you, you awaken to this. Reyesk, you're obviously awake. What do you guys do? Yeah, I think, I think Reyesk is, if, if she comes during this event, uh, she comes to see Reyesk on his hands and knees with these 
new appendages just having burst Beast out. mode. Um, yeah, I'm on my hands and knees. These new appendages have just burst out of my back. I, I look up in shock and pain and probably look like the most terrifying thing she's seen in maybe ever. Adaru, it is also of note that the claws coming out of Rayask's back look a little bit, a lot like the claws on that monster you saw earlier today. So nine, it's been like uh, a day, like the rest of that day goes on and you were left back in Santitas at Finbagi's little shack, your little workshop you've got set up. You apparently have, by my count, three dead warforged. Two and a half. Two and a half. We left the legs and arms of 41 behind a long time ago. Yeah, I took his torso. Yeah, 41 is an old model like you. The one in the corner is an old model like you as well. Somewhere in between 41 and the new century bots that make up the Santitas military. This is the one in the corner. And then there's also the one that you took at Krakakola, which is a full-on state-of-the-art model. Let's uh, let's really uh, end this episode on some boring shit. Uh, what do you do with your downtime, my guy? What are we working on? For day one. I am taking some parts here. Taking some uh, some stuff here and there from my assorted bodies, I suppose. And uh, okay. I'm going to Frankenstein. I thought one. I was cornering the market on body horror. Right? Yeah. I'm going to Frankenstein yeah. a new weapon for myself. Okay. And what weapon is that? It go boom. Okay. I- cool um <laughs> all right you know how this works ryan you tell me what you want to make we figure out how much it costs then we ryan, how much ryan, time ding it takes. ryan ding me oh, ryan ding me ryan ding me okay so what? what he does is he's got he, he's got a warforged butthole on a stick no and on the other end of the stick is a mouth and you put the warforged taco it's bell done. in and then it shoots out of the other end it seems right taco bell you, you you said you made a weapon that goes boom this meets the criteria i'm right? making nines custom gun lance ah the 75 special huh yeah all right so you've got to build it it's gonna take half the cost i'm gonna say that a gun lance a basic gun lance will cost you to if you were to buy one let's say 300 gold pieces okay i'm trying to pull up some the where is the chart why does it hide from me there it is the magic items and shit so a gun lance isn't necessarily a magic item. I'll let you make it in a day. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like, we can get that done. Still going to cost you materials mm-hmm. and parts. I will say that uh, it takes half the materials to make a thing, as it, like, based on its price. Yeah. So you have that. And because you do have this huge surplus of parts, we'll go ahead and reduce that again by half. But don't get too comfortable with that, just because... These are warforged, not guns. Eh. They're not. Every part is interchangeable. Use your imagination. But you are going to find the right. You use your imagination. That's your job, not me. Uh, so why did you make a thump gun? Because I wanted one. And you're level five, and. And because I get one now. I get my own very cool. Let me look at what it's called. It is skills. No features. Nope. <laughs> what is it fucking called? Good God. I get 
an arcane firearm. Fantastic. The only reason I'm making you pay for this at all is so that you have a concrete item that you then turn into your uh, arcane firearm, right? Because technically it can be like a blasting rod or stick or something. It's supposed to be just like a goofy-ass shit. But in this homebrew world, I've made myself a pretty sweet gun lance. Fantastic. Mark off 75 gold pieces. The gun lance is made by the end of today. All right. We talked about some other things. Was there anything else that you wanted to make? Uh, You're going to have a at least nine days before the next event in Santinus happens. And you have an undistur- undisclosed number of days, probably no less than four, before your friends come back. Speaking of my friends, I would, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start tinkering and making some things for them, I think. Okay. First off, I think we could all use some bags of holding. Gross. Now, are you doing this with, are you going to make concrete bags of holdings, or are you using your bullshit in, uh, artificer abilities? I'm using my bullshit artificer abilities. <laughs> all right, you make them, they're done. Fantastic. See how easy that is? How many can you have? As many as I want. I can make no, I can make a true. I can make a brand new bag of holding every day if I really no, want to. No, you cannot, to. my guy. If you make three bags of holding, point two disappears. He turns into a rock and dies. I make as many as I fucking want. You can't make as many as you want, and you can't sustain as many as you want. I'm doing you know, it. All. Look it up. You're doing. You're so bad at this. Yes. Learn the rules. <laughs> yes. Yes. I require I so you to ru- learn these rules. The infusions are not unlimited, my good friend. Yeah, it's surprising. Yeah, I'm aware. It's I, I didn't say in the same limited. fucking day. I said I'm making them all shit. No, you don't get back. You only are allowed so many, Ryan. I'm telling you, you're only you, allowed so it many. Doesn't matter how many that exist. You can only sustain three at a time. You can make three every day. All right. So yeah, no, we got it. We got to no, no, just squash this because it's the second time you you've tried to say that you can have as many as you want and you can't. You can't. You you can't, my guy. No, there's a limit because it's too broken. This is already a broken. It's already broken. (laughs) We've allowed you to get away with point one and point two being one, and we've just moved on with that because we love them. Uh, But uh, you you've got a infusion, and it's taken. Yeah, you got that. You've had your night vision goggles for a while. Oh shit! You can make bags of holding. Now that being said, you can just make shit. Uh, and yeah, we, we, we're giving you a one free floating infusion for the fun of it. Uh, namely for point one and point two to both exist. <laughs> but, um, and also, fuck it, have three, I don't care. Let's, let's increase the fun level. I was actually going to talk about nine. Uh, as you get to work and you t- start to take assessment of what's on the table, this, this work table from this artificer that you never met. Mm-hmm. A couple things. One, I believe you are allowed to learn new schematics, correct? Like spells? I would imagine so. I don't actually there know. There are three, three spells maybe added to your spell list. Okay. Of an appropriate level that you can cast. So yeah. Um, Got some new schematics. You, despite what you are t- keep telling me, you cannot do whatever you want. Uh, and these three schematics are my way of letting you do it legally. Uh, whatever you're going to fucking do anyway. Uh, so these are the three schematics for whatever, for like, let's just say they're blank. It's a blank check to have any item you want. To be able to build one, yes. He still has to do the whole process of building them. Okay. The, your gun lance doesn't count against these. Uh, these are just three of your choosing. Uh, they open up your infusions, tables, and like this and that. And magic items that you can make. Fantastic. Did you want to start work on bags of holding? That's what you said? Yes, I do. 
Okay, do me a favor and roll a... What, 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 uh, what is... Is it an uncommon, a bag of holding? Bag of holding, let us see, it is. It tells me it's uncommon. So yeah, uncommon item. Give me, give me a roll of a d6. We're gonna establish what a bag of holding, the materials are gonna cost you. Okay, that's a five. It's not good, that's 500, uh, which means that each bag of holding is $250 in materials. And I'm sorry, there's no materials in a Warforged that you can use for a bag of holding. Telling me they don't have ball sacks? They do not have <laughs> ball sacks. <laughs> Ball bag of holding. <laughs> I have 500 gold. 505 gold. You rolled bad. That's going to be 500 gold pieces to make both. You can make them in the next couple of days, though. You're just making them straight up. You find One of the schematics that you find on Homeboy's table, mm-hmm. that's all you need. It teaches you how to make a bag of holding. Of course he knows how. He's an illegal contraband artificer working for Finbagi. Of course that man knows how to make Naturally. Yeah. Bag of holding is contraband. Yeah, it's literally one of the things they would make, even if they, just just for reasons. Now, we talked very early on about what a work week means while traveling. Mm-hmm. Nine has decided to do nothing but work. And so, because I want the show to contribute at a certain pace, uh, when, when the discussion of a work week comes up, it's assumed that you only have two to four hours every day to work on top of doing normal things, like walking all day, doing an adventure, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're not doing any of that other shit, so a work week gets condensed much smaller for Nine right now. Mm-hmm. On top of that, Nine is a Warforged who has Sentry's Rest. Yeah. Which means that Nine only sleeps, what, six hours a day? Sentry's Rest is, a uh, I must spend six hours inactive. Yeah, so six hours of sleep as opposed to eight mm-hmm. for everybody else. You appear inert, but it doesn't render you unconscious. You can still see and hear as normal. So... According to my rules, anytime you have actual downtime where you're doing nothing else, you can divide the number of work weeks required for any item by five, which means that in the, mm-hmm. you're basically getting a work weekend every day. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so it's uh 50 gold, right? Uh, per work week is the way that the, the game breaks down building something. Mm-hmm. So that means that in a single, in, in two days, you've already built one bag of holding. Okay, Brad. So there you go. And uh, for the first time, with the correct tools, time, and money, Nine makes something that he doesn't need to roll in the jank table. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's that's it. It's not much of a cliffhanger, guys. So, hey, sometimes you just hey, gotta, sometimes like, they're not all some... fun. Yeah, sometimes they're uh... boring like this. <laughs> some people like that. Yeah, some people like that. Did you guys should nut? I, probably. Did you guys nut probably... on all that math? Ended on the. Should I have probably ended on the body horror? Yeah, probably. It would have been a better call. Was it glue? Is there like glue all over your hands now, you nerds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sick. You're people. welcome. Crafting glue. You love what? You love watching Nine work you with her fucking hands. Fucking don't you? love this, don't you? you? Sick. Good fucking. What if I what, point one avert your eyes? Don't voice? look at them. My God. Point point one is here. You That's like practically that? a child. You like that? Does this get you hard? Let's clap out.
Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayask, Ryan Santos as Number Nine, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories.